Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we choose to cultivate deep relationships with our event attendees, clients, community, and yes, even ourselves. Because we know that truly impacting the world starts with relationships, not the balance of our bank accounts. I'm your host, Jen Murray, retreat planner and owner of Relate Escape. And I believe that events, like our lives and businesses, should be successful, fun, creative, and full of chocolate. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey there, before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I wanted to briefly remind you guys that the Relate Escape store is open for business. If you have missed the news, I want to make sure that you are in the know because this is an amazing new thing. This is a barrier-breaking thing. I know a lot of you have been pinging me about where you can find new gift ideas, fresh gift ideas, things that other entrepreneurs aren't sending your clients, so they're not getting the same thing. And this is the solution to all of that. This store provides client gifts, items for client giveaways, and when we can do events again, it's also venue decor and event swag. It's on this amazing platform called Redbubble. So I upload the designs, which have all been made by yours truly, and they can be purchased on everything from greeting cards to magnets to coasters to zipper pouches to uh, tote bags to artwork of all kinds. Uh, Things for venue decor like shower curtains and bath mats and pillows of different sizes. There's things for iPhones and and your iPad is so there it there's so much. <laughs> there's blankets. I mean there's there's a ton, a ton of things that you can purchase. So make sure you go to relateescape.com/store to check it out and just remember that every design that you see on that store, no matter how it shows up on that storefront page, just click on it to see it's available. I guarantee you most of them I have them set for 20 to 30 products that you can get that design on. So find something that tickles your fancy, find that multi-purpose coordinating pattern that you like or invitation or greeting card, find that thank you, find the one of the ones I've made where it actually says client in it. So you can send it to new clients, to clients that you especially love or have bought a new program of yours who did something special for you. Gift them with something that actually says client or that actually coordinates. You can buy a bunch of items and put them together in a giveaway. There's so many things that you can do with this new store. It makes me so excited. It's so excited. So again, releasing it a lot more uh, designs are going to be coming, going to be adding to it routinely. But this is a great time right before the holiday shopping season to start thinking about how you want to up your client giving game as we roll into the new year. And there's even holiday cards, guys, that I put on there that you can use for, you know, the upcoming holiday season, send something fresh and new and fun. I think we could all use some of that right now. So Check it out, relatescape.com slash store. Now let's dig into today's episode. Welcome, friend, episode 23. I am so fired up about this episode, and I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, you will be just as on fire as I am. This topic that I'm going to go into is just very dear to my heart. 
And I think it's very critical to where we are as a business world, where we are as a society, where we are with ourselves. And I want to talk today about allowing our imperfect selves to be the perfect solution. And what do I mean by the perfect solution? I mean, as human beings, we are, of course, imperfect, right? We're not perfect beings, but sometimes we're exactly what somebody else needs. And that's how community is built, is in building relationships. And that requires us to be ourselves. One of the biggest words that we're hearing in our space is that word authenticity. And I love that word, I really do, but it's also kind of overused at this point, right? Uh, to the point when I hear it sometimes, I'm thinking, okay, we really need to come up with a different term just because it's been used everywhere. But I love that word because it just means being real, right? It's not about being phony, it's not about being fake, it's just being honest and a full-fledged, flawed human being, right? Which is everybody on this planet. And it's a popular topic, but it's also a big fear, right? Or it can be. It's a fear that can often revisit every now and then, no matter how many times we might beat it back, because being real means being open, it means being vulnerable, and it means being true to who you are and all your uniqueness without apologizing for it. And it means being real in a culture and an online space where quote unquote real can be really hard to find or to accept about ourselves. And this is especially true for us women, right? Because in our culture, we are constantly being told and showed, showed, shown how we should act, what we should wear, how much we should weigh, right? We have all these boxes that we're supposed to fit ourselves into. And then on top of that, we have things like social media, where we're afraid to put up a photo without using a filter, or we're constantly worrying about getting that perfect camera angle, or we don't want to update our you know, avatar to show what we really look like. We want to just use that photo that was five years before. I'm totally guilty of this too, don't get me wrong. I am not really posting on social media at the moment, but when I was, I would use a specific app to take all of my photos and videos because I'm very self-conscious about the scars that I have on my face, right? So I'm totally there with you. We all have those moments, right? Whether we're posting something on social media or we're thinking about hosting a retreat or other live events, or we think about possibly opening up and sharing something personal with somebody or with our community at large. And I, I know if you listen to some of my recent episodes, I can sound like I'm just very anti-social media, but let's get real. It has changed a lot in us individually and as our society as a whole. There's just no denying that. And part of it is this tendency to always or only show the quote unquote better aspects of ourselves, to always seem 100% competent on top of our game. Everything is shiny and fabulous and life is just one big shiny rainbow, right? Now, of course, we're business owners, so we need to be professional. We need to showcase our expertise online and offline. So we need to have some kind of standard with whatever content we're putting out. But I think, all things considered, it's become much more difficult to safely share 
more or all of ourselves, to be more authentic, to go to go back to our word of the day, right? Our buzzword, to be more authentic. It's it's gotten quite hard. Because here's the reality: we as related escape businesses, we cannot build community or relationships without letting ourselves be human, be imperfect, be real, be authentic. But it's gotten hard, right? It's hard. But it's important because it's the imperfections. And by imperfections, I mean the sharing of our struggles with others, things that we've gone through, things that we've overcome, the willingness to put our own defenses down in a safe and wise way, right? I'm not advocating the lack of discernment, but just putting our defenses down a little bit more so that others can also do the same, so they can benefit from what we can give them and they can see from us as an example how they can impact others in the same way so think back on your on your life i think we can all kind of recall kind of like a perfect moment for lack of a better phrase when you were going through something and you were just feeling really down or frustrated or just didn't know where to turn or what to do and then you ran into somebody or somebody who's normally in your life they just Suddenly they were there and they shared the exact story or the exact wisdom from their own experience that you needed to hear in that moment. Maybe it wasn't even about an experience. They just had the right words of hope, of something that helped you get your equilibrium back, right? We've all kind of had those moments where somebody opened up and shared something with us in a very caring, authentic way. And not only did it help us connect with that person more more deeply, but it just so resonated with us, right? It was like the perfect thing that we needed to get through that moment or that struggle. And there's, there's nothing wrong with sharing happy moments or reasons that we have to celebrate. Don't get me wrong, that's not what I'm saying. We can certainly connect with people through those things, right? I mean, that's why we have celebrations, <laughs> so we can share our our uh, you know our landmarks of our life with other other folks, and we can connect with others and celebrate that as a group. But a lot of the time, the deepest connections they don't come from just celebrations or you know similarities when you and you and you and a new friend figure out you're both wild wonder woman fans right it's when we're sharing our struggles and we're trying to just get through life because life is hard it's not easy that's when we really start to connect and that's when we really start to create change it's not the only requirement to connect with people and impact the world I mean, we do that through our businesses, through whatever we offer, whatever our niche is, whatever our expertise is. We can do that simply by loving on people and helping to lift them up. But if we want to be as authentic as possible, to use our buzzword again, if we want to build real community, we need to let go of this need to keep up that that fake veneer and just be ourselves. And that requires us kind of doing some difficult things. First and foremost, we need to start being okay with being ourselves. And I I believe in this one so strongly, I'm going to repeat that. We need to start being okay with being ourselves. 
And this includes accepting that we're different than everyone else, that we're unique. We need to claim that uniqueness and just not apologize for it. And again, as a, as a woman, I know this is a really tough ask, right? Because we deal with this literally every single day. We're constantly bombarded with culture's idea and others people, other people's ideas of who we should be, what we should look like, how we should dress, how we should you know, run our businesses, all of that junk. I am totally there with you in that struggle, not pretending otherwise. It is hardcore. We all know that as women. It's just a lot. But we're related skate businesses, right? We're a little bit different and we need to be okay with being different. We need to be okay with not being the, I want to say like the typical entrepreneur, even though I know that there's already a wide variety of us. But I think sometimes there's certain stereotypes, as happens with any culture, that sort of are set on, even unconsciously, kind of rise up in a culture to become the norm or to be seen as the thing that is the thing to achieve, right? So for example, as related skate businesses, yeah, we like money for sure. <laughs> money pays our bills. Money buys us stuff. Uh, like the ability to travel, right? But at the same time, we're not obsessed with money or having a specific lifestyle that's usually associated with it. So things like having the really expensive purses or the Chanel clothes or staying at five-star hotels, those kinds of things, right? Marble halls and sparkly gowns, that type of life. We just need to be us, right? There's nothing wrong with that type of glitzy life if that's who you are, but we need to be us. So for example, for me, uh, so earlier this year I stayed, again, this was obviously before COVID, um, I stayed at my first five-star hotel, like my first stay ever, and I didn't like it. I paid a ton of money to stay there even though I had a roommate, which is what a lot of us did because it was, of course, very expensive. And I didn't really like it. I'm somebody who loves color. If you saw my apartment, there's it's jewel tones everywhere. I'm very visual. I just need to have that kind of color palette around to keep my spirits up and to have an interesting environment. And like most, I'm no, I'm no, I don't know about you, but I've, I've noticed that the more expensive a clothing line is or an environment is or hotel is, the less variety of a color palette it has, right? So all this, all the clothes are black and white. In the case of this five-star hotel, everything was like gold and brown and just that kind of, I don't know, to me, I consider it a blah color palette. I would have rather stayed in an Airbnb that was like popping with color and had some kind of fun feel to it. And I also remember getting into the Uber to um, head to the airport to head back home. And so one of the valets, he opened the door for me. I got in the Uber. And then I remember looking out and seeing after he had shut my door, he stepped back so many steps. He had, I think he had one foot placed in front of the other. And then he purposely tilted his head down and he was wearing, I think like a straw kind of hat. And, and it was obvious it was a specific pose that he was supposed to be in, but it was like this subservient pose. 
And I just remember the feeling I had in that moment. And I just, I just hated it so much. I thought it was so wrong that this should be happening because I was thinking, why does he need to be differential to me or anyone? Like we're all, like we're all, (laughs) all human here on this property. I would much rather be in a place where we could banter and talk and, and not have to worry about this weird dynamic that's going on, that he, he should feel the need to, to be in this kind of pose, right? I'm the kind of person that prefers a chocolate milkshake over alcohol. I don't wear a dress until I absolutely need to, right? I don't fit into a mold of, of several kind of entrepreneurial styles. And I've learned to become fine with that. I used to want to be that woman who had that kind of figure that could fit into those, you know, nice dresses and show her legs and, and wear high heels. But I'm not, like, that's not me. I'm a pants girl. Like, I'm like a, more like a rebel, just, you know, chill, this is me kind of person. So eventually I learned to be okay because, okay with that, because why am I pretending to be somebody I'm not, Right. And as I build out and tweaked Relatescape, my business, I realized on an even even deeper level that I'm just not, yeah, I'm not meant to be that. It It just became that much more clear. I'm just meant to be different. I'm always the person that sees kind of the, um, things that are contrary to the norm. I'm just wired differently. Like who I am is unique. What I offer is unique. So to heck with trying to fit myself into a box, right? I'm meant to change the world in my unique way, and I need to be unapologetically myself to do that, as we all should, right? So we need to learn to just unapologetically be ourselves and be okay with that. Secondly, we also need to start punching fear in the face. (laughs) I don't know where I first heard that phrase, punch fear in the face. Um, I feel like it's from somebody, a book I read, I can't remember. So I apologize to whoever came up with it. But I just love that phrase. And I agree that sometimes we just need to punch fear in the face. And there's a lot of fears in this area, right? When it comes to being authentic and being ourselves, we fear how we're going to appear on social media. We fear, you know, maybe we fear hosting our first retreat because it means clients will get to see the real us imperfections and all, right? Like sans filter. There's fear that we can't truly help someone, fear that if we're more vulnerable, we're going to get hurt, fear of rejection. There's always some sort of fear or the idea that there could be fear, right? Because we can even fear that there's gonna be fear if something seems too easy. There's always, there's always fear. But as any good relationship counselor would tell us, real, I want to say intimate, even though I'm not, I don't mean intimate as in like a romantic relationship, but let's just say below kind of superficial surface level, that kind of relationship, the kind of community that we're aiming for is really escape businesses. That's not going to happen without some vulnerability. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't practice discretion or safe practices. I'm not saying we should just share everything with everyone. I'm also not saying we should just share like all of our lives. Obviously, you know, in this day and age, especially online, it's easy to get bullied or hurt um, or experience some other type of negative reaction. So we need to be discerning online and offline. Absolutely. Right. So I'm not saying we should just 
go from zero to 60 in two seconds and start sharing everything with everyone. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is we need to start being open in certain times, in certain places. We need to, in general, be willing to tell the fear to just take a hike so we can open up and share, you know, when somebody needs to hear something. We're having a, excuse me, conversation with someone and it becomes clear that we have an experience that's maybe a little dear to our heart, but if, if we shared that, it would help them. So we just need to be open to doing that or helping somebody in some other way, right? We just need to let ourselves impact the world as fully as we can because again, as we're ladyscape businesses, we know that having that true impact comes from relationships. It's not just what we sell, our services, our programs, that's totally part of it. I mean, that's why we have those things because they help make change, but we also need to have those relationships. And so if we kind of circle this back around and we go back to, you know, what I was saying about the kind of culture that we currently live in, right? Including with social media, a lot of fear comes from this idea that we as just ourselves are not good enough. Our body isn't good enough. Our business isn't good enough. Our expertise isn't good enough. You know, our wardrobe, what we're wearing isn't good enough, right? So on top of all of the stuff that we deal with from culture that makes us feel that way, I, I truly believe that social media has just enticed us all to not be ourselves, to be fake, basically. And again, I'm including myself in this. We are all in this, we're all in the same boat because social media, it's, it's, it's a form of competing entertainment. Right. So even though for those of us who are running businesses, people can scroll down past a photo or past a story if they don't like the first three seconds, because we also have such short attention spans now. Right. So if our, fo our photo isn't pretty enough, if we feel we're not pretty enough in the video, if we feel the video wasn't shot well, if we didn't speak well, there's this bar, this ridiculous bar that we all feel that we have to hit and it's caused us to feel also as if we have to constantly project a kind of sense of happy and I want to say happy in quotes and that we have it together also in quotes all of the time because that's not true right that's why I said those things are in quotes we just feel the need to project that we're always on top of our game Everything's happy-go-lucky, nothing's wrong, we're not struggling with anything, we're totally, we got it totally together, right? Again, myself included, but that's not how life is. Life is not perfect at all. It's the exact opposite of perfect, I think, no more time in history than right now. So again, as if culture wasn't enough, ladies, we now have social media and its effects and so it's no wonder that we can just find ourselves being plain old scared. Scared to be real, to be human, to be imperfect, which is normal. Being imperfect is the normal. That's what's crazy. Perfect is not the normal. 
Life is not normal. We live in a crazy world full of imperfect human beings who interact with each other constantly with other things going awry. Like there are variables to life. Everything does not fall into place. Being imperfect human beings is the norm. But I don't think we think like that anymore. I think we think that seeing as if we're perfect is the norm, even though we know it's not true, right? We're all imperfect. We are all struggling with something at any given point in time, right? We all need a solid community to get through life. That's why we're wired that way. It's not just so that we can all have Netflix nights or go out to dinner or have like the fun experiences, although that's totally part of life. Community is to help us get through life, right? Because life is hard, right? Relationship is how we're wired. We need that in our personal lives and we need it in our professional lives. So we have to stop being afraid to be ourselves in all our imperfect glory. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't project a competent and professional image. I mean, we're entrepreneurs and business owners, right? So we still have to, <laughs> we still have to project our, you know, we are professionals. We should have a professional image. People should see that we're experts. Um, and it doesn't mean we have to suddenly stop using, you know, Instagram filters on every photo and all of that stuff. But what I am saying is we do need to stop letting fear, the fear of what's normal, again, because imperfection is normal, keep us from building relationships with each other and thereby changing the world. That's such an important statement. I'm going to read it again. Does this not blow your mind? The fear of what's normal, of us just being human and imperfect, is keeping us from building relationships which are the foundation of changing the world. Ladies, we need to figure out, you know, we need to take time individually, whatever time that looks like, and just figure out what ways, and again, I mean safe ways, right? Safe ways that we're comfortable starting to, you know, letting that authenticity come through more than it has before. And this is going to be different for, for everyone, right? So for some of you out there uh, listening, maybe you decide that it's finally time to start that podcast because that way in a, you know, it, it's more long form type of content and media, you can really share about yourself and your story and dig into some topics that are hardcore. Mm, excuse me. Maybe, maybe that's you. Or maybe you want to hold your first retreat and allow your top clients to really, truly connect with you. To just get behind, you know, out from behind the laptop and, you know, your version of being vulnerable is simply to let these wonderful women that you know experience you without a filter for two to three days as you just connect and do life together as imperfect humans, right? Whatever it looks like for you, again, the big idea is that we just need to start proudly living out who we are in all of our uniqueness, including our imperfections. Because that's how we connect as human beings, which means it's how we connect as clients, it's how we connect as fellow entrepreneurs.
And that's how, ladies, we really change the world. Till next time. Hey lady, very briefly before we go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you gleaned a ton of wisdom and comfort, maybe even some confirmation from it. And I want to ask your help in getting this podcast into the hands or phones of more women just like you. So if you could, please just hop over on iTunes and leave a short review and let other women know what you have enjoyed or gotten out of this podcast. I might even read it on the air, you never know, but it's my goal to help as many entrepreneurs as possible and your words, as always, could be powerful in achieving that. Thanks and look forward to seeing you next time.